Previously on the Dice Girls. What is the celebration for? It's the Full Nights Festival. We we celebrate the the three full moons before the days start getting shorter. We'll be careful later this evening. It can get a little wild after dark here. We're trying to find Ragna's dad. We're here to try to find more information on the gnome Wolfric. Who are your parents? Garol and Kara. Uh, Gulanok. You really are looking for trouble, aren't you? The streets become swarmed with giant wild animals. All of the booths, the animals attack those booths and just rip them to shreds. This is your festival? (laughs) After the war, Osylum became known as a safe place for people who were shunned by society, such as the lycanthropes. With sugar and spice and a roll of the dice, you're listening to The Dice Girls. When we left off, the three of you had just witnessed the rats and tigers and bears tearing apart the first night's festival um, in Asylum. You had gone downstairs. Uh, you're staying at the Better H&G, which you found out stands <laughs> for Better Halls and Growls. And you had asked Plog, uh, who's the owner of the inn, uh, you had asked him about what you had just seen. And he had said that after the war, Asylum had become kind of a haven for his people, people who were shunned by society. Um, and then he had just revealed to you that he was talking about lycanthropes. You guys, they all like ropes. This is <laughs> so interesting. I haven't heard of this before. Nope. <laughs> just Nope. <laughs> That's, that's not what's going on. Close. You were close. Was I? No. No. They like twine? <laughs> no. Plong is like cocking his head at you, which is a reaction you get a lot. <laughs> right. He doesn't. No. Like, l- lycanthropes. I don't know what a thrope is, but I'm prepared to like them with your people. <laughs> Are you saying you'd like to become one of our people? Nope. I don't think he's saying that. No. He's yeah. just... Uh, no, I just want to be supportive. <laughs> Would you like to join our cult? <laughs> so can you can you tell us more about, like, reasons? <laughs> Trigus, a lycanthrope is just a person who can turn into an animal. Yeah. Oh. Like, by, by the moon. <laughs> like Kai. Kai could turn into an animal. I couldn't see. I can't turn into oh. an animal. Okay. Only, only people. That's disappointing. <laughs> Thanks, Trigus. <laughs> but why would people want to turn into an animal to to trick people? No, they don't mm. have a control over it. Oh, they don't. Kind of like my flossing. <laughs> <laughs> a little, <laughs> but not really. It's kind of like how we have no control over your flossing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's a better analogy. <laughs> we can't stop you from flossing, but every full moon, you floss the whole night. <laughs> It's like that, but with animals. Plug speaks up and he says, actually, that's kind of a, a, a common misconception. Uh, most, most lycanthropes actually with practice and concentration can, can control when they change. Some species is easier than others. Werewolves, 
not so much control over that, so they tend to avoid society. But the members of of Asylum, um, largely rats and tigers and bears. They, oh my! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for the rats. <laughs> they they have they have pretty good control over when they change. Are you liking rope? <laughs> How are you liking Rome? <laughs> Plog laughs and kind of like blushes a little bit. Well, yes, yes, <gasps> I am. Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> he smiles a little um, and, and just shakes his head. No, <laughs> not here, not now. Okay, so later? Maybe. Okay. So the ones outside, are they the ones who can't control it? No, the part of the Full Nights Festival is allowing our lycanthrope citizens to have a night where they're free to, where they are free to change, where mm-hmm. they can kind of let loose just to scratch that itch, so to say, in a, in a safe way. So how long does it last? All night? The, yeah, our citizens, uh, now that they've kind of gone through the town, they are out in the nearby forest. They'll be out till morning and then they'll come back. Uh, in their humanoid forms and clean up the mess. Hmm. They'll probably be really tired. They probably I will be. I think. Plog kind of, um, he, he smiles at you and, and says, well, I think the main part of the spectacle is, is over if you'd like to retire for the evening. Oh, can, are, are, are you born this way? Are you born like that? Actually, that's a good question. I, uh, I was born as a lycanthrope, but to many it is, a curse. It is seen as a curse that happens when they are wounded by another lycanthrope. Oh, that's why you tried to keep us inside. Yes. Oh, thank you. Of course. We want our people to be safe. And is it just in this village that there's... There are lycanthropes all throughout Avrin. Uh, this is just a, a welcoming and, and more friendly place for us to live. Oh, nice. Yes. So we came into town with these people, kind of, and they were liars, and they were trying to pretend that they were us, and then we saw that he was Harry, and then he went into the store, the question store, where you ask about questions, and they got there before us, and they disappeared into the store, and when we went in there, they were gone. Where did they go? How did we find them? As you're talking, Plog's eyes are just getting bigger and bigger. He kind of looks at Rachna and Kai to see what your facial expressions are during this story. I feel like I'm like not even phased. We're just used to it by now. We're just like, yeah, yeah, like what's the deal with that? What's the answer, answer, man? And then he looks at at Trigus. I don't know. Yeah, so, so what do we need to know from you? <laughs> <laughs> because everywhere we go, people have like secrets and clues and information, <laughs> and we miss a lot. <laughs> <laughs> is this Trigus or is this Kim? <laughs> This is bull. <laughs> Can I roll an inspiration check? <laughs> an insight? Yeah. Okay. Uh, eight minus one. You can all roll insight checks if you want. Do it. Do it. We'll do, do it. Sixteen minus one. 
So, 15. <laughs> Five. My, uh, plus one. So six. <laughs> so we have a six. Yeah. And then, what was yours? Seven. Six and a seven <laughs> and a 15. 15 yeah. <laughs> Kai and Trigus. <laughs> this is a real friendly guy. <laughs> he seems pretty helpful. He seems to be straightforward. And telling you the information <laughs> that you're asking for. He seems a little confused by you. <laughs> As do most people. <laughs> Rachna, you also pick up on the fact that he feels slightly uncomfortable talking so openly um, with people he doesn't know about his own lycanthropy. But because he's in a customer service position, he feels the need to be polite to you. Oh, yikes. Okay. <laughs> hey, guys, let's hit the hay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for all your help, Plog. We're going to bed now. Come on, guys. Yeah, come on, Trigus. Have a good night. Sleep well. <laughs> Thank you. See you in the morning. Thank you. Would you like to hear the <laughs> bedtime song, or should I wait till we get to our room? Let's wait till we get to the room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would like to hear the bedtime oh, song. Oh, no. Oh. Okay. We're in a town that is really weird. <laughs> And there's people changing into rats and bugs, and it's a little scary. Oh, this is probably offensive. We should go. Bob <laughs> puts his head in his hands. Like, Just, like, start his- dragging Trigus by his collar up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. But we really like Plug, because he's a super nice guy. Plug sees you two, Rachna and Kai, dragging Trigus away, and he kind of waves at you Can I little. just, like, pick him up by the scruff and, like... <laughs> With one hand. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that should be like your standard. Yeah. <laughs> Remove me from a situation. <laughs> so the three of you return up to your room in the tavern. And is there anything else that you do before you go to bed for the I day? don't remember if I took my wolf downstairs with me or not, but I named my wolf in <gasps> case you were curious. The wolf's name is Min Min. Min Min. Oh. Min Min. <laughs> I named it after after Min Silk. Oh, that's right. From EXO. Okay. Cause yeah, Exo. I was oh, with cute. her when yeah. I kind of guided her towards that name. Do you, do you like, cuddle with Min Min while you sleep? Okay. Absolutely. Nice. So you all have a good night's rest, and you wake up the next morning, and you do hear some noise outside of your window, and when you look down, you do see several townspeople um, kind of clearing up the wreckage from the previous night. All the splintered wood from the... From the booths. It's being cleaned up now. Hey, guys, the rope people are back. <laughs> Come look out the window. Good morning. Good morning, Trigus. <laughs> they're like, they're people now. Yeah. They're cleaning. Uh-huh. That's what Flog said they would do. Yeah. Are we going to meet them, or what are we doing? Uh, we got to go to the question store. <laughs> yep, we got to do that. Let's just do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's not... Let's not... Let's not harass the townspeople. Let's not offend anybody we don't need to today. (laughs) Okay. Is there... Is there, like, a continental breakfast in this place? (laughs) No. It's a... It's a pretty small, like, privately owned inn. We should probably get, like, a breakfast burrito to go or something like that. (laughs) I could eat. Yeah. Okay. Find something somewhere. Is there there a food place? (laughs) There's a... You noticed on your way in last night that there was... Uh, a small food place across from the better H and G. Cool. What's it? What's it called? <laughs> <laughs> what's the name of the chef? <laughs> You're evil. <laughs> uh, it's called O Hop. <laughs> it's 
the Asylum House of Pancakes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> hey guys, you want to head down to the OHOP for some unlimited pancakes? I like it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I like it. Not sponsored by OHOP. <laughs> <sighs> So you head over, uh, you head across the street, you get ready for the day, Plog uh, is still working, and he waves you goodbye as you head out of the the inn. Um, you head over to the OHOP, and uh, it's actually quite crowded in there. I sit I sit Min Min next to me in the booth. <laughs> Aww, that's cute. I love this, that you're just carrying around a giant stuffed wolf. Yeah. A couple people look at you a little funny, um, I don't care. nobody says anything. Yeah. Be like, pretend to feed him a strip of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Could I just get a glass of orange juice? <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, the waitress brings you some oh. orange juice. Hello there, what is your name, miss? <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she is a, a tall um, orc woman, and uh, she smiles at you and tells you that her name is Anastasia. Hello, Anastasia. Are you liking rope? <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a small smile and and says, I, I, "I'm not, um, but it's that's kind of a rude question to ask uh, around here." Oh, you ladies. Need to warn me about these things ahead of time, Rockna. I I didn't know. Yeah, we're responsible for me. <laughs> I won't ask You're, that question again. I'm I'm sure nobody would be angry at you for it, but it can okay. make folks a little uncomfortable. I just want to find one of those people that turns into a rat. That's all. I want. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of like she just kind of shakes her head at you. Was there anything else I can do for you? Rockno would like to check, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, thank you, on the stage. I really appreciate your help. <laughs> yeah, sure, she says. Your check arrives very quickly. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm paying for it. <laughs> Nobody told me this. Rockno passive-aggressively pays the bill. <laughs> Just kidding, I've got more gold than I think she's ever owned in her life, so I think I'm good. Okay. I'll, I'm... I'm okay with paying the bill. Yeah. This time. This time. <laughs> um, yeah, so Rockna pays for breakfast. Shall we go to the candle store? Yeah. I clean my plate by pouring it into my mouth on the way out the door. <laughs> <laughs> just whatever, like, however many pancakes are left on it. and just I just dump the whole thing in my mouth and then throw it down on the table and then we leave. <laughs> Nobody seems phased by this at all. <laughs> You're in a town full of orcs and half-orcs and lycanthropes. <laughs> There's probably some <laughs> some interesting eating practices. There's a warmth in my tummy that isn't just the pancakes. Aww. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Such a precious moment. <laughs> And I'm DJ Evil Dave, and together we host the Dark Corner Podcast. Available on iTunes and darkcornerpodcast.com. So what can you expect to hear from the Dark Corner Podcast? Opening banter. I set up two greater enemies for you guys. Well, I almost died. Yeah, because I forget that you guys are lesser level. I could have halved the number of spiders I sicked on you. <laughs> Our most recent obsessions. And like I said, it's just something bubbling to the surface. Mm-hmm. I'm not full-on obsessed yet, but I oh, can see that be. coming. You will yeah. be. 
stories of stand-up, sketch, improv, and live theater in the limelight. I didn't want to do the same old improv games every troupe does. Yep. News and reviews. It was so bad and so much fun! Feedback from listeners. Hello, Brandy and Dave. The dark track of the Fortnite, a song pulled from deep within the dark alternative music scene. A promo plugging projects by friends of the show or just recommending something we love. Then we get to the point wherein we discuss the Fortnite's topic of choice, which could be anything. I personally, plus people who also experience ASMR, get this physiological sensation to certain triggers. And they're usually audible, but they don't necessarily have to be audible triggers. And it starts with a tingling sensation. In fact, I'm getting it right now talking about it. Finally, before saying goodbye, we shout out to some more friends and plug their wares whenever possible. Hey! The Dark Corner Podcast. Looking at pop culture from a subcultural perspective. Available on iTunes and darkcornerpodcast.com. Hey, Dicelings, it's Becca, your Dice Girls DM here with a couple of quick announcements. If I forget anything today, I guess, first of all, I'm just going to make an excuse. I'm so sorry if I forget to announce anything today. I am doing this a couple of days earlier than I normally do because I am out of town this weekend, so I have to wrap everything up before I leave. So if anything interesting happens between the time that I record this and the time the episode actually comes out, I'm super sorry. We'll talk about it next week. So I want to say a huge shout out to our newest patron, Chris. Welcome to the Diceling family. Thank you so much. If you would like to be part of the Patreon uh, crew that we have over there uh, that is growing, it's fantastic. You are all super awesome. You can go to patreon.com slash the Dice Girls. We have an NPC this week who is named after someone who tweeted about us. James, the leather workshop owner, is named after at Matt underscore James 76. Thank you so much for tweeting about us. We do have more NPC names coming up for more Twitter users. If you would like a chance to have your name featured on the show as an NPC, all you have to do is tweet about us using that hashtag, the Dice Girls. Don't forget, Spider Day from Critical Bits is coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. Uh, they're going to be streaming on Twitch all weekend long, including a game that I'm going to be DMing, a super fun dungeon crawl. Uh, it's going to be benefiting the Covenant house in Georgia, which helps homeless youth. So it's a great cause. It's a fun, fun event. They have created their own holiday, Spider Day. It's this weekend. Don't miss it. I think that's all the announcements I have for today. Thank you. Thank you so much. You guys are incredibly awesome and we are eternally thankful every single day for y'all. Ooh, I do have one more announcement. We have some pretty exciting things that should be happening in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I don't want to spoil a surprise, but we have something big and fun coming and it starts with an M and it rhymes with merchandise. So... <laughs> That's something you can look forward to. Uh, keep your eyes tuned on our Twitter page. Uh, that is likely where we will be making those announcements as things move forward and happen for us. And we're so excited. So uh, thanks. Thank you for everything and for listening to me babble. And hopefully you guys have a wonderful week. And I'm going to let you get back to the show. Arrive.
arrive back at the candle shop. You walk in and Hayoni looks up as you walk into the shop and she eyes Kai for a moment. <laughs> I just hold up Min Min to block my face. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Hayoni. It's nice to see you again. How was your first full night's festival in Asylum? Eventful. <laughs> yeah, interesting. You're all doing well, I trust? Yes. yes. Very good. What can I do for you today? We'll take three. Three what? Questions. <laughs> Questions, Doris. <laughs> uh, you guys want to go first? <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. Are we ready to talk? Almost. Almost ready to talk. I'm about to give you some pretty sensitive information. I think I need to know a little more about your motives first and maybe ask you for a favor. Why is it that you are searching for these two men? I don't know if we can trust you with that information. (laughs) She kind of raises her eyebrows (laughs) and says, listen, (laughs) you're asking me for probably the most sensitive information that I know I'm not going to just grant it freely to three strangers who come wandering in on the full night's festival asking about people it might be better not to ask about. Perhaps if I play my bagpipes. (laughs) No. Trick is no. Change your mind? It was probably a coincidence that we got there on the full night's festival, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was that part was a coincidence about the Full Nights Festival. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even know what it was. Yeah. And you seem to be implying that there's some kind of connection between this Wolfric and my father. I assumed you would have known that since you came in here asking about both of them. <gasps> the reason I'm asking is because I don't know. We can't tell you that, that we killed Satan. Oh my god. I'm sorry, what? She turned into a ball, a red ball, and then kind of disappeared. Uh, no, look, um, we... I can't tell you everything. We're trying to help some friends, and along the way, we... Yeah, so we were helping out some friends, infiltrating a tiefling cult. (laughs) Like you do. (laughs) You know, everyday friend stuff. We go to the mall. Yeah. Yeah. I helped them move. Like (laughs) took them to the airport. Killed their high priestess. infiltrated a tiefling cult <laughs> and yeah their high priestess was convinced that wolfric was still alive you. and she managed to convince you as well she was pretty adamant she was yeah she had a secret room there were papers <laughs> she had this place circled that's why we're here Hyani like narrows her eyebrows and says so you found a circle and followed it Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> it was a circle on a map. There was a map. Pictures of mountains. Yeah, she was, she was, what was, she was doing some stuff. <laughs> 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 now we have to stop. Um, she was not a nice lady. Mm-mm. We killed her. Hyoni's <laughs> eyes get wide. She was evil, don't worry. And she was, why was she looking for Wolfric? She thought that he could unlock some stuff in, like, tiefling blood and make them super powerful. Hyena looks really skeptical. <laughs> she kidnapped little people. <laughs> uh, she was doing some bad stuff. Or was she? We kind of... Yeah, it, we're... It was, uh, it's a little gray. Yeah. I mean, definitely some bad stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Rockman gets nervous. Uh... <laughs> So we, yeah, so we infiltrated that, that, uh, that, uh, tiefling, the tieflings. Their church. Yep, their church. And, uh, we're trying to help some friends. 
You're trying to help some friends do what? Because so. all I've heard so far <laughs> <laughs> is that you went into a church, killed their high priestess who may or may not have been doing bad things. She was. She was doing bad things. And now you're things. hunting down Wolfric and Gural Gulenok. Well, well we- Gul- that's her dad, so I mean... Yeah, unrelated. Or so I thought. Uh. <laughs> do you know what this picture means? And do you I pull out the napkin that we drew the the symbol on? The symbol yeah. on. She shakes her head. No, oh. uh, no. I'm sorry. I'm afraid I've never seen that symbol. What does that? Do? Uh, when we killed the high priestess, it showed up on her shoulder. <laughs> Perhaps it's because she was part of the cult. I don't. I don't follow. Claire didn't seem to think that. This is. You know what? Let's we let's start over. <laughs> We got a little off. We got a little off track here. A little <laughs> off base. Um, some of our friends are in danger, so that is why we infiltrated the Tiefling Church. We discovered that their motives, or at least the High Priestess's mission, was to find Wolfric because she believed he was still alive, and that he was the key to unlocking something innate in the tieflings blood to make tieflings more powerful and that was no good so (laughs) but also she's like super mad at wolfric yeah super mad they were pals i think um then there was like some betrayal or something i don't know yeah she wasn't super specific yeah she didn't she wouldn't they're not they're not friends anymore um (laughs) (laughs) but she's still looking for him but somebody was kidnapping children wolfric wolfric Oh, Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. tiefling babies. <laughs> tiefling babies. <laughs> and that's bad. So is Wolfric bad? <laughs> so you're looking for Wolfric and you're not even sure if he is bad or not? All we know is that we got to stop something. Are you intending to harm Wolfric? Mm, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think what she means is... <laughs> that... We don't have the whole story, and we're trying to figure that out. Because people seem to think he's innocent. And he's driving a boat somewhere, and we just want to find him. And <laughs> he's ferrying salts. Asking oh, yeah. questions. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> we're just trying to do good things for many people. Yeah. And there was people that came here before us, and then they came in here, and then we came in here, and then they were gone. They disappeared. Is there a secret tunnel? I don't think now's the time for that conversation. Hyoni nods in agreement with Kai. <laughs> now is not the time for that conversation. Okay. Whatever it is that happened with Wolfric, we don't know. We're trying to find out what's really going on here. Because the High Priestess, which as you now know, we killed, um, <laughs> she was hurting our friends. And seemed like it was something much deeper than not liking them. Also, she sent some people after Wolfric, so he might be in danger. Yes. It could be the the liars. And the crossbow guy? Oh. <laughs> there were three people that came in here last night. Heidi um, gives a small nod. They didn't try to kill Wolfric, did they? <laughs> they were pretending to be us. and Yeah, we met them on the side of the road. It was, it was weird. Soup. Yeah, they gave us soup for dinner. That's not important. (laughs) 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 But when we met them, they did say, oh, yeah, we killed a high priestess, and now we're on our way to asylum. And that's our story. 
And we're sticking to it. (laughs) (laughs) And so they were, they were pretending to be us as a cover story. They didn't reveal to us why, but well, this just, something just wasn't right. And that's how, that's how we came here and well found you. When you mentioned the other party that were impersonating you and that they might have come in telling the same story as you and looking for Wolfric, she smiles knowingly. And says, no, I can assure you this is the first time I've heard this particular story. They, uh, they didn't know we were searching for Wolfric. They just said, we killed a high priestess and we're going to asylum. Not many people know we're looking for Wolfric. That's a good thing. That's that's just the people we've asked for information <laughs> from, about him on. <laughs> this is like some people. It wasn't a whole lot. And the gnomes. Only a few gnomes. Only a few gnomes that we met who are unrelated to anything. Yeah. <laughs> That. <laughs> Rock <Rockness> sweats. <laughs> I think I do have information that might be helpful to you. First, however, would you be willing to do me a favor in exchange for this information? Yes. <laughs> I haven't even told you what the favor is yet. Oh, usually we don't get a choice. We usually have to answer first. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's, it's a small favor, really. Um, I, I have a friend next door, James. He owns the leather workshop. And... Very recently, he discovered uh, that that someone had placed a mimic in his basement, and he asked me to get rid of it, and I just haven't had a chance yet. <laughs> Would you be willing to, to help me out so I can... It'll give me the time this morning to gather some information that will be helpful for you. Yes. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. can do that. Yeah. Fantastic. He is just next door. Why don't you go over and let him know that I'm sent you to help him? Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back then. All right. Thank you. I look forward to chatting with you again. (laughs) I I think. I hope it goes better next time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The three of you head head next door to the leatherworking shop. It's the same size uh, as Hyone's. It actually is a very similar layout to Hyone's um, candle shop in in here. It's a lot neater though, and you see like you see dyed pieces of leather armor in different colors. Um, you see intricately designed pieces of art, and he has a large ornate rug on the floor of his of his shop. And uh, he looks up from he's he's there, and he looks up and smiles at you as you as you enter his shop. Well well hello there. What can I help you with today? Hello Junk. We were sent by the <laughs> <a> question store. <laughs> he grins at you. Well, uh I hope you brought an extra question because I've got a couple for you. <laughs> Who's Junk? Um, uh, Hyone said to come find you for work. We're here to help you with your mimic problem. Oh <laughs> And it all suddenly clicks to him. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that thing got down there, to be honest with you. I'm a little concerned about it. I think, I think I may have been some sort of prank or stunt that, that I was the, the target of. Uh, it's in my basement. I haven't had a chance to dispatch of it yet. So yeah, if you three would like to head on down to the basement, thank you so much, by the way. It, it's the, the small chest in the, in the back corner. That's not mine. <laughs> that's, that's where it is. We promise not to burn down your basement. <laughs> he suddenly looks real concerned. <laughs> well, um, I wasn't <laughs> afraid of that before, but suddenly I am. No, it's, it's, we'll take care of it. Yeah, we'll take care of it. Yeah. Do you have lights down there? 
Yes, there are torches oh, uh, that okay. can be lit. He walks over to the rug on the floor and pulls it back. And there's like a trap door underneath it. And he like opens up the trap door and you see a set of stairs just straight going down into the basement. So uh, dark vision people go first. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> are you going to lock us down here? Uh, no, it's um, he, he doesn't mean that. I'll go first. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Okay, I go first. Kai should go next because then I can be behind her. Okay. Yeah. You head down the stairs of the basement. Uh, it's it's a little cooler down there than it was in the shop. Uh, it is cluttered with different um, like carving materials for leather. You see like scraps everywhere. There's like a workshop. There's like a desk. You can see where James uh, does a lot of his leather work, you would assume. Um, and in in the corner, just like he said, the far corner of the basement is a small, ornate-looking chest. There are sconces on the wall with torches in them if you'd like to light the torches. I light one. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll light all the torches so that our dear friend Kai can see what she's <laughs> oh, doing. <sorry>. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should look and see if there's money inside of it first. Uh, no, Trachis. No, uh, so a, a mimic, it's, um, it's not an actual <laughs> chest. It's a monster chest. Yeah, it, um, with a mimic, if you if you try to open it up and look inside, then uh, that's where its mouth is. It'll eat you. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but I really think it might be treasure. Uh-uh. Nope. Definitely not. We don't want to touch this. I'll just throw a and... dagger at it. Kai, roll me uh, an attack roll. It's a nat 20. <laughs> ah, sweet. <laughs> Wow, natural 20. <laughs> yeah, you throw your dagger um, at the chest in the far corner, and you get a solid, <laughs> solid blow. Roll for damage and double it, because you got a crit success. All right. <laughs> That's eight. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you add your dex modifier to your damage. Heck yeah. So then that'd be 11. It's like the most damage we've done to anything. <laughs> when you throw the dagger and hit this mimic square, wherever you were, where were you aiming for? Maybe like the keyhole. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Your dagger lands squarely in that keyhole. And just like it's, it makes a real satisfying sound. And the chest in the corner suddenly grows little legs and <laughs> and it growls at the three of you and starts skittering towards you and now we're gonna roll for oh initiative. God.